Yes, indeed. We're back. We back, y'all. Back, back, back. We got a special guest in the building. He'll be here shortly. But let's go. Well, that didn't go so well, but we back. We back. Black coffee, no sugar, no, <laughs> no sugar, cream. Sugar, no cream, baby. We in the building. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. We got podcast. effects. <laughs> effects. Dow's effects. <laughs> there go another one. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. We on episode 17. 17. Wow. Little hiccups here and there, but yeah, man, yeah. don't stop. Get it, get Moving it. We still right rolling. Along. Yes, sir. How you been? Man, I'm happier than I was seven minutes ago. Man. So that's good. All you right. know, a few ups and downs with life, man, but shoot, you know, we keep it a note, a bill, a hundred. We just keep it moving. Man, can't complain about that. No, sir. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing pretty good. You sound good. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Good, good. Uh, look, y'all. Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, pretty much everywhere where they do uh, podcasts. We we pretty much there. That's right. If you Google us, uh, we number one on the Google list when you <laughs> Google us. <laughs> but best believe that. Black Coffee. No Sugar, No Cream. You know what, brother? It's, a, uh, it's been a slow news week. Mm. So... Honestly, this was the perfect week mm-hmm. to have a guest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can uh, talk about the royal wedding. What royal wedding? Huh. Let's 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 uh, we have a, we have a a young man here. Okay, just three or four days ago, he's in L.A. working out for the Lakers. Wow, shaking up with Magic Johnson wow. for the gram. Wow, <laughs> you know. Uh, he got any skills? Hey, you you don't you don't get the you don't you don't get to audition for the Lakers if you ain't got no skills now. He might know somebody. Well, yeah, they do say it ain't what you. Know. Well, well, he, 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 ladies and gentlemen, champagne's on. Come on, I always mess with my friends on social media, but uh, he is from Champagne. Grew up in Champagne. Come on. We'll get into all the other in a little bit. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, we got Jordan Caroline in the building. What's up, what's up? (laughs) Thanks for joining us. No problem. So, before we, we we got a lot to talk about, but we just going to get our people caught up. So you said, what, what royal wedding? What royal wedding? Well, you know, we, 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 we rocked with Princess Diana now, you know, before she was tra- tragically killed. She was killed? Well, you didn't say she was murdered. Well, they said paparazzi, you know, it was unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. But, um, wow. You shared something the other day about that. Uh-oh. And... You know, I don't I don't want to get too deep off into it because 
we 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 got to give Jordan its time. Right. But a lot of people had, you know, because I guess it is a interracial marriage. Okay. Or an international wedding. Okay. I had the house to myself, me and the boys over the weekend. My wife went out of town. So I'm just in the front room chilling, fell asleep. Woke up about 4.30. Mm-hmm. And the wedding was on. Mm-hmm. So I watched a few minutes of it, but I was tired. It was a big deal. Yeah, they made a big to-do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they spread it out. Hey, they, they, they spread yeah, it they, they all the way thing. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's but the I, royal family. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't care. But like but, I said, it's slow news week. We'll acknowledge that it happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not jumping up and down, man. I mean, people can marry who they want to marry. You know, I don't see it as a a super plus, like you know, yay, you know, like she made it or yeah, yay. Yeah. I don't look at it like that. You know, that's what she want to do. Man, you know, that's cool. But I did wonder why, you know, England, it's uh, it's structure. You know, you got the king, you got the queen. I mean, you got the bishop, the rook, the knight, the jester, the pawns. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing, man. I mean, they don't—they're not elected. They just—you know—it's a blood thing. Yeah, just born into it. Yeah, that's amazing. So, does that mean now and forever? It has to be that same bloodline. So, somebody who's not of the royal uh, bloodline will never have a chance to advance to the head. Of the country. You getting too deep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two a week. I take a nap. Do we care that much? I take a nap. No. Yeah, we don't care. Hey, I take a nap. Here you go. I take a nap. (laughs) Uh, I mean, but it happened. It just, I'm just, I guess this is how slow the news week was. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the Sterling Brown thing that I sent you? No. Did you see it, Jordan? Uh, Is that the football player? No, uh, from Milwaukee Bucks. What happened? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess oh, in January, yeah, yeah. I guess in January, he had a big body Benz. He pull up to Walgreens, and and in his defense, okay, Walgreens got a slew of handicap parking, like right in front of the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every true. Walgreens you go to, <laughs> yeah, you they do, yeah, they do, yeah, yeah. And it's a pharmacy, so you know. yeah. So <laughs> you know, he pull up in his big body Benz. I guess it's late. I yeah. guess it's high crime, and I'm you know not on video, but I got my. Two fingers, you right, know. Right, right. Oops. So he just parked the mug like, like horizontal and take up two <laughs> handicap spaces. <laughs> so I guess a, a officer sees the car mm-hmm. and is perturbed mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. someone would just blatantly just disregard yeah. the spaces. And instead of just writing him a ticket and or calling a tow truck, Mm -hmm. he wanted to wait and confront Sterling Brown. Wow. So Sterling come out. Mm -hmm. It's a 30 minute video. They they just this happened in January, but they just re-released the video. 30 minutes is a long time. Yeah, the Milwaukee Police Department released the video yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, about eight minutes in. It, it goes down 
eight minutes in, Sterling pretty much says, what well, a cop says, I own this. Pretty much like, no, you just ain't getting in your car and going or whatever. I own this. And Sterling was like, no, you don't own this. You don't own me. Yeah. So the, it started to change. Next thing you know, about five or ten, wow. police officers pull up and make a long story short, they tased him. Wow. Detained him. And he, he was not provoked. He, he was not provoking. You know, they was shining the flashlight in the car, setting off the alarm. So he was set, you know, turning the alarm off. And, I, you know, they said, take your hands out your pocket. And it's like he'd been there for 15 minutes telling you everything you need to hear. Right, right. So he pretty much said he wanted to use his platform and create change and mm-hmm. it this, sounds this, this is after the fact yeah after yeah. they released it yesterday he released right, a right, statement right and it's like all right what's wrong with him parking in the uh, uh up front like that nothing he got caught write him a ticket and going about your business yeah yeah that, that makes sense just write him a ticket and go yes. he, was, he was in the handicapped uh, parking they, spot. They, uh, yeah I he, don't. He he. So let's just say you got two, yeah. two vertical heart yes. parking spots, yeah. and he pull up and take up two, and is horizontal. I got you. I don't have a problem with that. You know, I don't have a problem with people sometimes parking in handicapped spots because handicapped people sometimes park in our spots. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I'm saying, man. I mean, what time was it? It was late. Supposedly in a high crime area. I mean, you got like he taking up two spots out of like sixty or <laughs> five or six. Or he seven, he going know. in Walgreens. Yeah, but he ought to know. Look, black man at night, nice car, man. Some things we just ought to know better. I wouldn't do that. I got more sense than that. Exactly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even put myself in a position. You know, I got tased messing around with a lawnmower, man, or changing a light switch. It ain't that, you know. Yeah. Boy, it's overrated. I wouldn't want to be tased. But, in, you know, with today's climate, man, we got to exercise, you know, a little more intelligence, man. Mm-hmm. We have to. He knows better. All this platform stuff, all this after-the-fact stuff. <laughs> I mean, they could have they, they could have tased him and, you know, he could have had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He had a stroke. So, I mean, we, we have to do everything we can and not put ourselves in positions that would right understood and i think go, go home yeah, at the, you want to go home yeah. at the end of the and, day and, man. and if home. you watch the video i think he was to the he he was cooperating he really was and a lot of people don't know this but sterling's dad is a retired police officer in maywood mm. so um i think he knew like man this is a non-moving violation Mm-hmm. You don't need to see my ID. Did First, he give him the ID? He told him his name. So they asked for his ID. I think they did. I think they did. And he didn't give it to him. He gave it to him. He gave either he gave him his name. He asked him the, the officer asked him his name, mm-hmm. and I think he gave him his name. Mm-hmm. He may have. He may have. He may have given him the ID. I, I will have to watch the tape again. Mm-hmm. But make a long story short, he knew it was just grounds for a ticket. He knew. It's just like if you park into a, in a metered parking space and the meter expires and the parking attendant comes by, they don't need to see your ID. They're going to just give you a 
Put a ticket in the, uh, under the wind, under the windshield wiper on your windshield. Going about their business. Right. Yeah. So I think he knew that I got caught. Yeah, and plus the ID doesn't belong to him. It's state exactly. Yeah. They asked for it, man. Give it to them. You know. So basically, Milwaukee Police Department has came out and apologized. Came out and said that the officers were disciplined. They said, yeah, they said don't do it no more. And Sterling, <laughs> yeah, Sterling said that he will file a lawsuit. So he, he gonna get he gonna get it he gonna get a little settlement. And give him a check? He'll get a check. You know, he'll that's get a, a hell check. of a that's a hell of a chance to take, man. I'm getting a little check, man. Hey. Word to the wise, man. Yeah, he better not do that no more, man. I'm not gonna do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. man, we we have to have more sense than that. It was a nice car. I mean, it ain't worth your life though, man. No, Just don't pull up. Yeah, you know. hopefully, you know. He, but uh, so when you get to the uh, you know when you get to the league, come on man. Yeah, I'm, I'm parking vertical only. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, slow news week. I mean, you know, another school shooting. Pray for the folks in Santa Fe. That's amazing, man. Yeah, another one. Another who who one. did the shoot? Some guy. Who was he shooting? What was his target audience? I don't know. I don't. Even, you know what? I don't. I don't even want to get numb to just seeing. You know, wow. that's a guy. Now watch this. How many people been killed in Chicago the last since this year? How many do you think, roughly? I don't know. You know, it's not national news anymore. I know, but how many? I don't know. I haven't checked. You know, because I mean, that's amazing. I haven't checked. But the thing is, hmm. in those schools, they have uh, police presence and. Radar detection entrance entrances. Mm. So even though they killing outside of the schools, they ain't gonna be killing inside of them. Wow. Yeah. But the but the suburban schools that feel like they safe, Johnny Boy always getting hold of his daddy's gun and he wow. going to shoot up some stuff. Wow. Uh they can have it. Anyway. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. Morgan Freeman has been accused by eight women of. It's like forty years ago. Because you know, like to go back. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they say the time frame. Color maybe. Come on, man. I mean. Probably. What did they say he did? I don't even know. Eight That's women came for eight. Eight. That's conspiracy, ain't it? I don't know. I need to hear the facts. Well, how do we know what the facts are? I mean, <laughs> that's crazy, man. So, hey, word to the wise. We can't do the same thing everybody else do. Right. Harvey Weinstein's going to turn himself in tomorrow. Yeah, what are you going to turn into? An alien? I don't know. You know, he pretty much kicked off the Me Too movement and all I this. I know it, but he wasn't prosecuted. He wasn't this. He was, what, what did I they guess do? he what, is. What did they do to him? He's going to be. Why he got to turn himself into? To who? The authorities. I didn't know that. Slow news week. Yeah. We talking about stuff we don't care about. Yeah. Jordan, you finna save this episode. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you are going to save this episode. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's that. Black coffee, no sugar, no Black cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream, baby. We just gotta keep 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 it for the culture. Let you know we are aware. Yes, sir. You know, so about fifteen minutes in. So when this episode drop, 
Jordan can share it and say, it's all about me at 16 minutes. Mm, that's right. <laughs> all my fans, all my people out in Nevada. Okay, let's just get into it. Yes, sir. All right. Jordan Caroline. Champaign, Illinois. Yep, yep. <laughs> so you you rep Champagne still to this day. Yeah, I got I got a 217 tattoo. You do? Oh, look yeah, at yeah. you. 217. Wow, you gonna I keep it. it. You're gonna keep it, ain't you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> look up you put a 313 on uh, California. <laughs> so you know how when people from Chicago, they uh, south side, west side. So uh, you don't have to get your address, but so where in town do you pretty much grow up at? Uh, I've been man, I've been all over, but South Side probably. Like that's where I live the most. But I was always at Douglas Park. Du- okay, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I grew up on the South Side. Okay. Yeah. Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. South <laughs> Champagne. Yep. So you did on your skills in the hood. Yeah, yeah, too. So. <laughs> okay. Up, yeah. Who, who who you play with back in the day? Um, back in the day. uh Dom, uh, everybody really. R.I.P. Like, yeah, R.I.P. Dom. That's my guy. Tim yeah, give Turner. some shout outs. Yeah. yeah, Tim Turner. So, yeah. Who okay. else? Uh, it's a lot of people. <laughs> really, everybody. Uh, Jay, Jamie. Jamie was a big one. Jamie Gasson. Okay. Real quick. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I looked up to him a lot. He's only a year older than me, but I looked up to him a lot growing up. Hmm. Yeah, playing out in the Douglas Youth League. That's how, that's how they try to get my toughness. <laughs> I was going to get that on Southwest Side Champagne. So, <laughs> you know. So Southwest Champagne, yep. if if you know, let's keep it a buck. Southwest Champagne, that's the good part of it town. It is, it is. You know, <laughs> not much going on. Like you'll be all right. So, Jordan Caroline, your father is uh, Simeon Rice, former Illinois All American right. football player, right. uh, Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Um, your grandfather. Yeah. Go ahead and. Yeah, J.C. Caroline. J.C. Caroline, R.I.P. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, outstanding genes. Mm-hmm. Now, you wait a minute. Now, is it the genes or it's a strong work ethic? Now, do you think it's, I mean, you could say both. I would, I would say it's, I would say it's both because when I was younger, I was just, just athletic, but I really didn't, I wasn't able to hone my talents until, like, I really got a more of a mental aspect of it and understand the hard work you got to put into it and stuff like that. What would be a what would be a typical hard day? You know, in football they have like two a days. You know, they what would be a good typical hard workout where it's just exhaustive, and then at the end of the day, you know, you got good work in. What would be a good right. routine or regimen that you would go through? Well, my work. Most people don't believe I do it to actually see me do it. Like I wake up around six thirty or seven, and I will have my first workout on the court, and then uh, well now I lift. And then I'll go back again in the afternoon, then have another on-the-court workout with straight, just shooting and cardio. And then I'll try to get some another cardio workout in, and then I'll try to finish it with just a, like a workout again, so on like skilled moves. Yeah, It's like three a days. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and how long it lasts? Yeah, I was getting ready to nah, ask that. I, don't, like, I just try to do like, I'm, I'm not big on like just like staying in the gym like eight hours. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to get like stuff done. So I try to go like a hard 45 minutes with each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 45 so it's hour. intense. Yeah. You're not in there talking like at the gym, like no. asking people how they day was going. No, exactly. Like I'm in there just like to get the, get the work in and then wow. get out. Just you? No, I usually have like one of my GAs or somebody to train me. Grad assistant. So, okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. yeah so father. basically, a grad a, a grad assistant is somebody that uh, maybe is trying to get into coaching, mm-hmm. 
Okay. But until okay. until they I don't want to say free work because they, they get a little stipend to mm-hmm. pretty much service the players, the coaches. They they help with workouts. They um, help with practice planning. Um, they 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 act as kind of like a coach, okay. an assistant coach. But the 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 benefit of it is is they're able to work toward a master's degree. Okay. Plus, they so, get experience. Yeah, yeah, they get the experience. Get up a little rep. So they can't recruit. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even sure if they can really sit on the bench during games. No, they'll sit like right behind the bench. They'll sit right behind yeah. the bench. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, but they really hands on. They right yeah, there. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's good. Yeah. So, that's real good. So that's what he. So do you see the benefit in having? A uh, GA. Oh yeah, uh, without a doubt, they they do a lot because, <laughs> like like you said, they're underneath the coaches, so they basically have to do like all the dirty work that a necessary coach wouldn't want to do right away. They do like they're for, especially for us, they're really like hands on, just learning about different sets for us for us to run different plays, different different ways. We can like we even had some dudes start doing like data analysis, like. Look at PER, and I still don't even know what that is. But it was yeah, talking me about either. It. I hate analytics, <laughs> but you know. yeah, they was talking about it in practice one day. But I still don't know what it really means. Plus, thank minus. you, thank you for saying this stuff. I get into it on social yeah. media with these right. guys that want to just use analytics to. I'm just like, look, man. When I watch a game, my eyes is going to tell me who exactly. can play, who can't. You know, the analytics is uh, there. There is a place. Uh-huh. I understand. There's a place for it. But you're not going to sit up here and tell me that, you know, some guy is because his PER or his plus minus. Or, right. No. I, wait I, a minute now. I got. Wait a minute now. Okay. Come on. I love technology. And I I embrace the technological advances that we've made because I don't know exactly what they do, but they examine, analyze, and then correct. They have some kind of computer-assisted uh, system, don't they? Where they will watch you. Is that how they work? Is that how yeah, it they, works? They just like break down film. I think I really don't know how it works, honestly. I so just, it's so it's not a computer. Uh, so basically, in in basketball, like analytics is like, okay, so plus minus is when you were on the floor. Mm-hmm. Did your team outscore the other team? Or did they not? So let's just take, for example, when Boston beat Cleveland and I think game two in the LeBron had a plus minus, a, a plus minus of a minus 32. So Cleveland was outscored by 32 points when LeBron was on the floor. So if so based on analytics, if LeBron James is if 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 a LeBron James team is being outscored by thirty two points when he's on the floor, shouldn't he be off the floor? According to analytics, it depends. See exactly. So See, that's why I said there's a place for it, but it can't be end all be all. 
True. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think you can look at it, but it just some people bank too much on it. They but, bank too much on it. Because you could put somebody in for a game for, let's say, like two minutes. You guys go on an 11-0 run. They could do absolutely nothing, but they still would have a plus 11. So it looks great. It's like, oh, they should be playing Okay, more. I got you. But I got they you. really had no effect on the game besides just being on the floor. Yeah, okay. From yeah. that perspective. Yeah, yeah from that perspective. Yeah, because yeah. that's, not, that's not a determining right. factor on much exactly. of anything. Right. Okay, I got you. I got you. So raw skill, talent, blood, genes. That's the eye test. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You look at his you look at his father, his grandfather, and look and and look at a six five, six six kid that's sitting like that's genes. You Who's know six five? His pops. Your pops about his six five. Yeah, six five. Yeah, sixty eight. Yeah. He probably played at two sixty eight. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah. 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 So he's the same weight. No, I'm not two sixty eight. No, 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 no. Uh, no, he was 6'5". How much did he weigh? 268. When he played? Yeah. How much? 268. 268. 268. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that might be small in football. Yeah, it was small. It's something you need to bulk up. It's something he's too small. 6'5", 268. He was solid though, wasn't he? Yeah. He's like 3% body fat, 3 4 like something crazy. 3%. Yeah. I remember watching videos, man. Him, he was working out. He was like just so intense. They would study some of the stuff that he was doing. Mm. That's amazing. It's a lot of it's a lot of lost footage lost footage and information, man, that may not even surface really a whole lot in the public, but I remember that. Yeah. Wow. So did you feel pressure to follow to play football or was basketball just always the, the thing? No, I, I mean, I played everything growing up, but, like, nobody was, like, really – it was crazy because, like, everybody asked me that. Like, I really had zero pressure to play football. Like, even when I when I reconnected with my dad, he didn't even – he was more happy I was playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, he's just a true fan. Like, he's just excited. For sure. Yeah. So, it was, wow. it was it was it was cool. You know, like, everybody's like, oh, like, how did you not play football? I was like, I played growing up, but I never really was in love with it. It was For just, sure. like, you know, something fun to do, basically. Like, I played every sport growing up, so. Yeah. So, I did have a question – you kind of answered it. Now, was I accurate when I said you didn't you didn't play for the school for middle school? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play. I, I actually, I got kicked off the team in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember, you know, because he 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 didn't play, mm-hmm. but going into high school, he had it was a buzz around Jordan Caroline. Mm-hmm. Like he was next. Why was it because of the lineage or because he was just. But I think he Dominated. answered the question because he 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 was still out here. He was playing at Douglas. He was actually got kicked off the team. What what you get kicked off the team? Is it is the well, statute of limitations know. over? Oh yeah, statute is over. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, don't want to know, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. When I was when I was in eighth grade, I was kind of hectic. But I mean, it was not. Like I did anything crazy. I was just. It was like this is one of the ironic things. Like I would skip <laughs> class, but then I would go to the library to read. Like. I just didn't really want to be in school at the time, and then just stuff wasn't going right at home, so I was just kind of hectic, and just really wasn't taking care of the business I needed to. Solid, I would skip class, I just stuff like that, and that's really like my grades would slip. And I think it was, uh, at the time it was like what three strikes or something with the grades. Yeah, in yeah, four, so. yeah, three ineligible. Exactly. Yeah, I was done with that like in a week. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Wait, wait. What? What? What is that now? In unit four, um, if you go ineligible three times. In a school year, in a in a season, in a season. Okay, yeah, you done. Yeah, because I made it through the baseball season for Edison, and then the basketball season grades were done. Wow, yeah, man, but, that's almost unfair. It's almost like 
I mean, it's pretty easy to keep it crazy. If I just like, I'm, like it was basically, I put an effort not to keep my crazy. Yeah. So you can get an A when you want to. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's like, cool. Man, I've been fine ever since high school. So gotcha. Yeah. Are you good enough to go to the league? Um, hopefully, <laughs> that's the goal. I, I feel personally, I am. But I mean, just things got to fall in the right place for that to happen. What do you need to work on? Uh, I would still say my shooting. That's the biggest thing. With all these workouts, the, the biggest feedback I've been getting from NBA teams is they just want to see me continue, like, expand my three-point game and just really, really that. It's been the biggest thing. How you handle? It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's nice. It's super cool or you just, you know? It's nice. I haven't showed, them, showed it off as much as I wanted to this year just being because I, where I was playing at with us. But it, it's fine. Like, I've been going to workouts and that's, like, not been a problem at all in a conversation. Left, so. right, don't matter. Just No, yeah, I'm in pedestrian, so either way, I'm fine. So you super strength on you super strong on both sides. Doesn't matter. They no. can't take you to a weak side. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Under the board. I'm sorry. Under the board. How you looking? Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty, uh, pretty strong rebounder. I, I averaged nine rebounds this year. It was down from my junior year. I mean, my sophomore year, but it's still still pretty solid. Did you play anybody? Yeah, we played <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Cincinnati, TCU. God, like, wait, wait, wait. I'm saying, man, if y'all be like ran to short bus. Basketball team. So you ask, yeah. you talking about high school or college? Yeah. No, or no. Just, I just mean, they, they got to play somebody, man. Who who has been a good, strong, tough Bro, opponent? Bro, we, we we got a guy that's getting NBA workouts. I got you. I got that. I I'm with that. Okay, okay. I just need. Okay, that's just the disclaimer. That's just the disclaimer. I, all right, I watch this. Okay, you know what? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got. Hold on, I got it. <laughs> Jordan, this 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 is what you need to tell him. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> okay. Okay. Proceed. How, how challenging is it? See, I don't know. Cause I gotta ask. Okay. I'm, I'm the layperson. How challenging is it to be invited to where you were? Um, the NBA workouts. Or, yeah, to oh. just to just get an invite because everybody can't get an invite. Mm. Um, right. Yeah. You no, can't. You're just, right. I yeah. mean, you know, you can't just go in off the street. <laughs> gotcha. You know those are those are like one in a million. You might as well. There's a kid, Jonathan Simmons, that mm-hmm. I think slept outside the Spurs uh, organization to get a trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the D League team. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so you got you got situations like that, but between him doing that and me going to play the lottery, our chances of winning is probably the same. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is okay. That is, I'm impressed. So okay. So hold on one second. <laughs> okay, rewind. Okay. So, so so who from Champagne? We talking about Champagne. We talking about local. We talking about you know who from Champagne has gotten such an invitation? Um, anywhere to go to just to be seen to, to work be, out for team. Yeah, just to work out. Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. I think Trey Ravante. Yeah, 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 he, 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 he worked out for a, a bunch of teams. Yeah. He got invited to Portsmouth, so I know he had to get some work. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, how does that work though? You get invited. They, well, apparently they look at you. They kind of scout you out a little bit. Then they say, "Hey, is it formal?" They send you some type of a letter, official letter, to say, "You know, we invite you to come try." Yeah. How does that? Out. So how? Okay. So mm. so you're going to Cleveland on Saturday, right? Right. Yeah. So you're going to Cleveland. So. You just found what, how long you how how long have you known that? Um, I've had this planned out for about a week, probably a week or two. So how, so did okay. So we're gonna be all over the place because <laughs> I, I had the question. So 
you currently have one year college eligibility if you want to use it. Yeah. Okay. So you are exploring your MBA. You are testing the waters, as they say, without an agent. Right. So when you don't have an agent, Mm -hmm. um, you retain your amateur status. Mm -hmm. So being that you're going through this process technically without an agent. Right. How are you getting the information? Are they just calling you personally, call, calling parent coach? Or? They they uh, contact your your coach and your compliance office, and they just really take care of all of it. So I just they okay. just give me dates, and I just say if I'm free or not, and then that's pretty much it on my end. So it's been pretty smooth because okay, I just show up really, I show up and play basketball. And so. it, and when once the compliance officer and the coach pretty much okay's everything. The teams actually pay for you to. Yeah, they they pay for everything while you're there, so it's uh it's pretty good, you know. It's like kind of like a vacation to go play, so I'm, I'm loving every experience of it. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. So, how do you think you fare when you you know when you go play? Um, I've been I've been doing pretty well. I've been getting pretty good feedback in these workouts, and that's really was the biggest thing for me just to go in here with an open mind, just see what I can get better at, see what people want to see from me, and just t- take it from there and just take that knowledge and do what I need to do. So when you don't have an agent, um, do you uh, how do you do you feel like they're they're really genuine or um, or are they really just telling you what you want to hear? Like because you have to make a decision coming right. up. How when is the deadline? Uh, May thirtieth. So it's coming up soon. So you have next week to decide if you're going to stay in. Right. So. Mm. What about offers? That's why I'm. I, I mean, of course they're not going to say, "Oh well," you know, because the draft is only on June thirtieth or something. Or June twenty first. June twenty first. Yeah. So you're talking about three weeks. Really, yeah, just three weeks after the deadline. Three weeks after the after deadline. After the deadline? Is the draft. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he's definitely going to have to. Is that a coin toss? I don't know. Like, I, you're going to have to walk on faith a little bit, right? Right. And it's, it, yeah, it's, I would say it's a lot of walking on faith, too. But at the same time, you get a good sense from for who likes you and who doesn't. Because they're okay. pretty just straight up. They're pretty just honest. Especially in my case, because I don't have an agent, so it's not like they have to try to appease anybody. Mm-hmm. Or that's anything. that's what I was because okay. agents are kind of working for you; they're using their relationships. Exactly. So yeah, you don't have to deal with that. Exactly, and the agent might water it down a little bit for you, but like really, because you you've already signed with him, so he got to keep you exactly kind of like okay, wow, believing in him and trusting right. him, even if it's something ain't there. Exactly. Yeah, wow. have agents got at you? Um. I mean, not really. I mean, because I just try to keep like because that's an NCAA violation. So I try to just make sure I stay as far away from that as I can. Oh, okay. So okay, like if one would even message me, I wouldn't even respond right now. Mm-hmm. Especially after all the NCAA stuff that happened this year, kind of got me paranoid. So yeah, yeah. I'm just trying not to even mess with that right now. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. So back to but I got a question. So the choices are so you could potentially go to the league now. Yeah, that, that is a choice, yeah. Can you do it? Can you see yourself now or, you know, would you rather like, you know what, I'm going to kind of work on something, then I'll look at them next year or 
I'll wait for the next go around. Or I'm going to get in now. Hey, anything can happen. I can get hurt, anything. So I'm. how does that work? Um, it's just really like just the evaluating the feedback I've been getting and then just going from there and making a decision. I just haven't uh, made a decision yet. So we'll we just find out soon. I mean, I don't have a choice. Okay. It's May 3rd coming up. So That's amazing. Good. You just feel nonchalant, cool with it. Like, hey, you know, cool either way. Like, right. whatever's clever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rewind. So okay, now we back. Now we back to. Uh, so, pretty much said you wasn't handling business in middle school, right? But you did come into high school with a buzz. Yeah. You know, shout out to Hub. You played for him as a freshman okay, right? yeah. on the JV team. Yeah, my God. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and. Uh, did they move you up varsity as a freshman or just... Uh, I pra- I would practice with the varsity, but I never played in the varsity okay. game. Okay. Yeah. Now, your sophomore year, you played strictly varsity. Yeah, I was on varsity, started varsity. I might have been the person that did your first mixtape. Mm. Uh, the Centralia tournament? Corey Taylor, shout out to Corey Taylor, had, had me do a, a mixtape for all the guys. Mm. Um. So I did like a medley of all the kids. Yeah. That might have been. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was my yeah. First. That was your first one. Yeah. It was yeah. The first okay. One. Okay. <laughs> I give myself a little. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. <laughs> yes. Okay. So okay, sophomore year, mm-hmm. y'all had a y'all had a decent season. Yeah. Okay. Then you made a tough decision. Yeah. Tell the people what you did after your sophomore season. Um, I I left to go south to Mount Verde Academy of Florida. Mm. Okay, so you left Central, yep. left Champagne, yep. to go to Mount Verde. Yep. You mind talking about what went into the decision? Um, I really just want to expand my game because I'm 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 a realist, so I see things in kind of an altruistic perspective, just as a whole, you know, a whole whole full circle. So I knew I was talented, but I knew at the same time I needed to find a place I could I could hone my skills, learn under somebody. And grow through these growing struggles and pains under um, a more well, I don't know how to say it, like a more well versed group, I guess, in a sense. That's more. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> okay, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Basically, I don't want to put words in your mouth, mm. but. You had, you pretty much knew to get where I wanted to go. Staying here wasn't going to get me there. Yeah, exactly. That That is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now, I told you on the way over, right. I'm going to test your media training. Right. I said that you agreed. Is that what you're saying? You, I'm gonna say it again. Yeah. You knew where you wanted to go, and you also knew that Central or being in Champagne, period, wasn't gonna help you get there. Yeah, I was trying to get the politically correct answer, but yeah, <laughs> but couldn't, couldn't draw that. That's, that that's, yeah, couldn't draw that. So what was it? So okay, so you get to Mount Verde. Mm-hmm. Just get a people. Uh, 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 just, just, 
just stun on them. Just just name some of the teammates you had at that first time when you arrived in Monteverdi's uh, uh, campus <laughs> and hit that open gym for the first time. Just stun on them. Uh, ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, Dakari Johnson, Devin Williams. Casey Hill was the number one point guard at the time in the country. Um, Justin Bibbs, man. In the country? Yep. Uh, Joel Embiid was there at first. My first summer he was there. And... So many people. I mean, okay. <laughs> and, and and Coach Kevin Boyle. Yep. Shout out Kevin Boyle. <laughs> Kevin Boyle. So not only Kevin Boyle, because he came from Jersey. Are you aware who he coached at Jersey? Yeah, uh, Kyrie. You know, uh, who else? My kid, kid Gil, Gil Chris. Gil Chris. Um, who who played at Villanova? Uh, is it Corey Fisher? Corey Who's Fisher. Yep. Corey yep. Fisher. Corey yeah. Fisher. Yeah. For all my street dudes that listen to the podcast, Corey Fisher's uh, uncle is Guy Rucker. Guy Rucker was was part of the uh, the um, the Nicky Barnes uh, from Harlem. You know uh, the Untouchable. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go go check that out on Netflix. <laughs> Corey Fisher's uncle, Guy Rucker, snitched on Nicky. Well, well, actually, got with Nicky Barnes side piece, and Nicky Barnes got mad. That's true story. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Corey Fisher's middle name is Corey Guy Fisher. But anyway, Ben Simmons, number one pick in the 2016 draft. Yeah, yeah. D'Angelo Russell. Number Third, two pick, three pick, three pick. Yeah, now the Lakers picked him second. Did they? I thought I thought he was a third pick. You sure? I think in twenty fifteen, I think he was a third, second or third. Yeah, either way, <laughs> he's picked. Yeah, <laughs> top three, top two. Mm. So he might have been two actually. Be Man, tomato. Dakari <laughs> Johnson, tomato. Second round pick, but he's sticking. Mm-hmm. He's sticking. Yeah. Casey Hill went to Florida, had a good career. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was, it was it was a great experience. At first, it was just, like I said, it was growing pains. You know, my junior year, I barely saw the court at all. But instead of just being like, oh, I need to leave, like, Boyle's not playing me. I like Coach Boyle. I understood, like, that I need to get better. I understood the things I needed to have happen for me to play. So I just really just – that's really – when I would say, well, there's been two times in my life, three now, where my worth ethic really just went to another level, and that would be the second time. And when I was like, I just needed to up the pressure, basically. I just need to do what I can, stay in the gym, live in the gym, watch as much film as I can, understand how what makes these guys tick, and try to take things from them and be a sponge instead of just being like, oh, I'm not playing. Let me mm-hmm. just get mad and come back home to Champagne. So, like, everybody's like, why are you still there? You didn't play. Like, I was like, I'm like – I'm, I'm there. I'm not leaving. I'm going to be honest, yeah. man. I saw, y'all was on TV. <laughs> y'all was playing Simeon. Right. Y'all was dog walking Simeon. This right. one they had Jabari and everybody. Dante and JC was there. Right. Y'all dog walked them. You got in last two minutes. Right. I think the last 20 seconds, you got you a dunk. And I promise, I was like, he just got to stay the course. Because Ben was a senior. D'Angelo was a senior. Mm-hmm. Decar- like, three of y'all starters was seniors. Mm-hmm. And y'all only had, like, nine guys on the team. Right. And then the next year, I forget where y'all was playing. And you were starting. Mm-hmm. Almost like 
a glue guy to the team. Yeah, I was at my senior year. Like, I was our third leading scorer, and every tournament we would go, I, my goal was, like, just be on all-tournament team, and I would, I would always be it. So that, that was my biggest thing. It's like I stayed with the course, just stuck with it, just kept working. And, like, my senior year, I was starting our third leading scorer. I was a key guy. It was like I was just, you know what I'm saying, playing garbage minutes now. So that was just, like, the biggest thing for me. And, like like I said, I like Boyle, and I'm not, like, I'm not one of the big people like, oh, you got to blame the coach if you're not playing. You got to, I feel like you really got to reflect on yourself and mm-hmm. see, should you really be playing? And mm-hmm. then start to go from there and just evaluate how you can you be playing if that, if you, if, do you think that's the case? Okay, one more question. Compare a, a, a typical practice from where, from here mm-hmm. and there. Hmm. <sighs> Man. First off, Boyle's crazy. <laughs> Boyle, Boyle and Must, hands down. First first off, they're two of my favorite coaches I've ever had, but craziest people. Like, <laughs> Rice is intense. You got to bring it. There's it's no way you can coast. Central, I mean, you, y'all play high school sports. You know what I'm saying? You can get by and just be like, oh, I had, I had class. Like, I had to go talk to my teacher. Nah, not, not with Boyle and Must. Wow. Like, you got to. Basketball. That's the, that's what they live for is basketball. Yeah. yeah. So how was the living arrangements? Um, I stayed in the dorm. So you stayed in the yeah, dorm. Yeah, so I was by myself. But I was I was okay with being away from Champagne because I mean I lived in Cali for three years, so mm. it was my first time being out of the, being out of the city. So wow. Yeah. So are you? Would you can? Well, how coachable do you have to be in order to really excel? Um. I feel like you have to be really, I feel like, like I said, you have to be a sponge. You have to be able to absorb stuff. But at the same time, in the same token, you can't just, because there's some things you have to be able to, like, you have to really think about, like, is that right? At the mm-hmm. same time, you gotta, you can't just be, oh, okay, you said do this and just be a zombie mm-hmm. in a sense. Because mm-hmm. that's not always the way to go, too. I've, I've been through periods where I was like, let me just do whatever the coach says, and it's really not the right thing to do. So you have to, you have to have your own your own perspective on things, but as well be welcoming and taking other people's perspective mm-hmm. to really get you where you want to go. Mm. Mm. So when you're on the court, coach is yelling. Everybody else has got all this one. So he's advice. crazy. So that means he he cusses a lot, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. We, we, I just want to get that out the way because a lot of the legends do. Mm-hmm. You seen the NCAA clip? You cussing on CBS? <laughs> after we after we beat, uh, I think it's yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. So you talking yep. about uh, Musselman? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's, on national yeah, he's TV. Crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But he ain't like old Knight from Indiana. He slapping people around. He ain't doing no, that. He ain't, yeah. No, yeah. You can't no. do that in this, <laughs> this day and age. But, <laughs> ain't, they ain't going but boy, it was crazy too, right? Yeah, oh, without doubt. He he, he, yeah. he cusses too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, boy, boy, get after you. They both will. I mean, honestly, I don't know who's worse. They might be hand in hand the same. So, <laughs> so, so, there's a saying we don't care how much you know till we know how much you care. Right. Do they care? Oh, without doubt, they're the two of the greatest like people I've met, and they're they're in a sense like mentors to me. Like I've I talked to both of them still. They obviously I talked to Mustard. I'm still yeah. about it, but um, just it's lifelong relationships I've built with both of them. They're both great coaches, and I couldn't ask for a better experience with either one. Mm. And that's not the politically correct answer. That's really how it is. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. That's good, man. That yeah. you can recognize. You know, a coach is somebody that push you past where you're able to or willing to push yourself. Exactly. So a good coach, you know, many people don't like their coaches or their parents or the father, anybody that'll push you way beyond you willing to go at the time. 
right. you know. But afterwards, it's good to hear you say those things about your coach. Because there'll be times in the game, I f- I'm feeling like I'm going as hard as I can, and muscle cuts me out, and it'll, it'll, it'll piss me off. And the fact that I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play even harder than. But then you look back at it, and it helps because then I, you end up doing better. It's, it's a big. Some people will shut down. I'm like I'm not like that. I'll just keep trying to push through. So that's why I feel like my relationship with both those coaches has been so well and just helped me so much as a player. Now. <clears throat> I watched you at Central, especially that sophomore year on varsity. Right. And I'm happy you're at that point because mm-hmm. I felt at Central that I would sit high. I would sit. I would sit high. Right. But it seemed like, and you were still young, so mm-hmm. you you're a grown man now. Yeah. You know, um, but at like if you posted hard and maybe didn't get the ball, you'd soak a little bit. Mm. Like your body language, like I could tell, right. and maybe not just me, but I think you could tell when you kind of got discouraged. Right. So to hear you say when muscle men cuss you out, or you know, and I mean I'm glad you putting it like that right. because I think this is a champagne. We are a podcast that services champagne. So even though we shout out to all our fans, because we we growing. Mm -hmm. But this isn't a hotbed. You you played with pros before they was pros. So they need to hear this. Mm. They need to hear. Man, Jordan went down there and got straight cussed out. Jordan is on TV. The whole champagne is tuning in. And he'll get cussed out if, if, you know. They need to hear it. Like, I don't think we understand Mm. what great players go through day in and day out. And... This is what we up against. Mm. Right. You got you you shook, as they say. I had to shake. I had to get out of dodge. <laughs> you know we done talked about in previous episodes. <laughs> I, I I I. Bear with This is the hottest thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> From sir. champagne. Yes, sir. Just got through playing in the NCAA tournament, Sweet Sixteen. Wow. How do you do? Man, you what? Uh, you averaged about. I know you had a, a good game against Cincinnati. Help bring y'all back. Yeah, I, uh, nineteen against Loyola. Yep. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. 10, 10, 11 rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where are you at your game? So you know I ain't bringing no bombs on the podcast. <laughs> I got man. man black coffee. No sugar, no cream. No sugar, no cream, baby. That's good. Yes, indeed. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. <laughs> you got to excuse our fact. We just kind of just keep laughing over there. Yeah, man. I mean, come on, man. We can sit here stiff like that. So what you going to be when you grow up? Um. Yeah, let's get into that. Because he, he got an interest. I, I think this is the part that you really going to be more impressed with. What you, right. what you studying out there? Um, my major is cultural anthropology and history, and I'm I'm a French minor. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to his why, mom. Why French? Um, <laughs> yeah, because I already speak Spanish, so I wanted to learn the third language. 
And also, I didn't say this earlier, but it ties in to, so my focus for the main part is Africa. And a lot of African countries, you know, because of colonization, they speak French. So yeah. for me to yeah. want to do field work in the future, I felt like the best way for me to communicate with the people was to speak French because it's the most wow. commonly spoken language in a sense as a whole. To Where'd you get that? Outreach. Myself. I mean, I mean where, where, where did that come? <laughs> what, what will make you want to do that opposed to, you know, just... Anything else? Yeah. Right. I, mean, I mean, just, you know, showing videos of your crib and how great it is and right. how wonderful it is, you you know, making it rain, throwing away money. Right. Um, honestly, because one, I already had a like an interest in other cultures, but it really budded once I went to Montverde because the school was an international boarding school and the majority of people weren't from the States. So the biggest thing was so I became so many friends and enamored with other cultures because I was around them all the time. It just interests mm-hmm. me so much about how people grow up so differently but at the same time you can still come together and be like the best of friends so many of my good friends that I would consider like my best friends are from out of the states so it's just crazy to see how they grew how their culture is how their perspectives on life are and just how you can pick different parts and learn from each and every part that I am just super impressed you got a white girlfriend I don't have a girlfriend right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't. Black coffee. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar, no cream pie. Black coffee, no sugar. Leave it to one of us <laughs> to ask that question. I mean, it seems like it's almost like typical, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't know about how typical it is, but, you know, young brother. Yeah. I'm just impressed, man, that you would even consider wanting to help your, well, first, to acknowledge and embrace your own culture, man. That's it's unheard of. Mm. It's really, really, really unheard of. That's why I asked that question because what's next? The next is, you know, uh, NFL wives, NBA wives, 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 and it's always, you know, I mean, you pick who you want. That's your personal business. But for you to want to help, you know, someone that even looks like you or mm. from your culture, from your lineage, from your line of divine, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm I'm just super impressed. So he did say third language. Yeah, I heard that Spanish. I heard that pico de gallo in there. <laughs> you hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you hear it? Well, I heard he he speaks Spanish. When did he say that? Man, come on! I pay attention. For real, <laughs> I, got, I got man. I believe ain't right now. Check. Yeah, I pay attention because he do. Yeah, yeah. And, and his third language is French. So, I I mean, <laughs> did said, you say that? Yeah. Yeah, I said my third language is French, but I didn't, I didn't say anything about Spanish. Yet. You didn't yeah. say what the second language was, yeah. right? Yeah. What's your second language? Spanish. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, like I said, shout out to your mom. So, your mom is, you said what? She's a Puerto Rican and Cuban. Wow, that's good. I think that's super good. Yeah. So, you so you know the history of Cuba. Yeah. You know yeah. the, the uh, uh What's his name? Fidel. Fidel, Fidel man. Yeah. I love Fidel Castro, man. It's amazing so how so he... How, it's how, incredible. How, incredible. How, does, how, does, how is that... How is he re- received in... Um, honestly, I mean, it's... Mixed. It depends really... Yeah, it's, a very, it's very mixed reviews. Yeah. It really depends on family to family experience. But for black Cuba, I can say for this, a lot of people, black Cubans, they liked him because he really... Stop the the racial divide and in a sense try to make a whole Cuba. Because mm-hmm. with retrospect to that, you could look at the Dominican Republic and Trujillo did the exact opposite. He tried to get he tried to get the black people to uh, to marry the the whiter women just because although Trujillo himself was a fourth Haitian, which is ironic, but and Castro in Cuba, which I mean I feel like you have to get your own perspective on him to really 
understand how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, he has a pretty mixed uh, mixed mm-hmm. response and how people feel about him. I would really say, from what my knowledge is, a 50-50 response for him. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I know when he passed, you know, it was a lot of man. Then yeah. it was people like, you know. Right. Riding in hell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just yeah. with that yeah. perspective too, though. You have to understand, like with, with him being a, such a like a totalitarian, totalitarian leader, you're gonna have enemies without a doubt. But at the same time, a lot of people you get like a personality code. So there's some people who are just gonna ride with you no matter if he would have just blew up Cuba. <laughs> they're like Castle's the best. He <laughs> saved us from this. And at the same time, because he brought them from a revolution, even though he's done so many things that aren't as good, a lot of people look at them in a good light because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're a free country because of that. Yeah, and that's the part that I really hone in because what he went through, I mean, the uprising with what a very, very, very small number of people to challenge the government, mm-hmm. man, and I mean, they could have just shot and killed him and just massacred him, but no, mm-hmm. they locked him up, he got out. And he became, you know, to me, a, a, a pivotal point in in the revolution. And when I think about the revolution, or any revolution, man, it takes a. I mean, it takes a lot of spirit, man. It takes a lot of heart. You know, some of the other things that he did. I don't understand the politics of how these things go, but I do know sometimes, and in, in politics, there are trade offs, and there are certain things mm-hmm. you give in order to receive. But uh, I'm, I just have a small, like a tunnel vision view of him but I do know that uh, anytime there was some issues with uh, hurricane hurricanes he would always offer support even Hurricane Katrina he offered you know hundreds of millions of dollars he offered to send you know ships to go pick up the people in Africa but our United States government wouldn't allow him to do it to help them in any way whatsoever I remember that we were not allowed or our people were not allowed to receive the money so those are some of the things I knew he had offered way before you know, our presidency even acknowledged what was going on. It's days before you even acknowledge what was going on, you know, or go down to help or just, man. So the Puerto Rican side, mm. you know, do you like your arroz con gandules and all that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Arroz con pollo, yeah. Jeez, I, like you know, chicken. I didn't, yeah, pollo <laughs> is, is chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's rice. That's, it. that's my thing. What is that? It's um, it's like the. It's kind of like a fried chicken, but I don't know how to, it's kind of like a chicken tender kind of, but like spicier. It's basically like if you had like the Popeye chicken, spicy chicken tenders, like mm. that. Oh, like okay, okay. You been to the island? No, nah, I've been to uh, Costa Rica though. Okay. I've been to Costa Rica, but that was just for basketball. Okay. So it's the only place I've been out the country. Wow, yeah. that's good. We're very well rounded. This is good. Yeah, I'm impressed with him. Yep. <laughs> That's super good. That's I mean, that's good. It's super good. Mm. Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeart, everywhere with his podcast. We're joined by Jordan Caroline. He's back in town. Uh, siblings graduating uh, middle school and high school, yep. respectively. Yep. <laughs> Just back from Nevada. All Mountain. They're in the Mountain West, right? Yep. Mountain West. All conference. Yep. Currently testing the NBA waters, mm. um, has a decision to make. Um, so let's see. Let's let's. You went to Southern Illinois for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Just in a nutshell, what? When did you know you needed to get up out of there? See, this is the crazy part. People don't believe me about this. Um, <laughs> I didn't like. Everybody's like, you need to leave. You need to leave. At the time, 
at the end of the season, I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to see it out, see if I can like maybe make something work. Um, I can't get into it too much, but I went to talk to the coach, and basically, I didn't get the response that I needed to hear. So I was like, I gotta leave. It's he the didn't. Only way. Uh, he didn't revoke your scholarship, right? No, he didn't. No, okay. I never. I didn't get in any trouble there or anything. No, I no, just, no. I'm yeah. just saying because you know what people don't understand is the what the scholarships are year to year renewable. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah so it's cool. not a four, just straight like here that, you go four years. No. Yeah. It, no. It, it is, but it's not like it's an unofficial. Like if they really want to pull it after a year, they can. It's conditional? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I thought yeah. you signed on for like, hey, four years, boom, no matter no. what, you get hurt, whatever, yeah. no. come on, here you go. Yeah. Do you get paid? Can you work? Let's talk about it. So, currently, he's an amateur. Yeah. Okay, what, what, what parse that word? He's not a he's not a professional, so he really can't be paid for his services. Okay. Without giving up his right. amateur status. These are not just him. These are all college athletes. They're amateurs. They're amateurs, but the NCAA is getting billions of dollars. Wow. And there's nothing they can do about it? No. They're trying. They're I making mean, a big fuss. Watch this. There's nothing they can do about it. Any more than the uh, NFL coaches said, hey, you come on the field, you're you going to stand, stand or take a fine. get your humpback crooked letter out of here. <laughs> but anyway, so. Wow. Okay. So. And you ain't getting paid. Huh? Do, you, do they give you enough to at least take care? Yeah, let's or, get you know, into that too. You so you're on scho- your scholarship athlete. Yeah, yeah. What's the scholarship consist of at the Division One level? Um, for Nevada, we get a we get a monthly stipend. It's it's pretty decent. You know, you can feed yourself. You know, okay. pay your rent. So it, it's it's pretty solid there. So I can't speak for everybody as a whole because I feel like we're lucky at my, like Nevada as a program because our athletic director takes care of us. Our school. Is behind us and just behind the sports as well as the you know the the um, the academic aspect of it. So I feel like for us, it's, it's a different perspective. But like for example, like I couldn't I couldn't sell you a pair of my shoes without right. leave me losing my scholar right. like losing my scholarship from the NCAA. Like I couldn't even do that. Or be like, here's this water bottle. That I, like I'm, let me sell it to you. I couldn't even do that. Uh-huh. But you could sign a thousand pitches. Yeah, for free. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. As long as like it's like. A school sanctioned thing, and then they could potentially sell that for as much as they want. And I wouldn't get anything from that. Wow. Yeah. So, so scholarship tuition, room, board, and books. Yeah, that's yeah. a scholarship. Yeah, that's it. But they give you enough so you want to get it. So when you talk about the stipend, yeah. that that's that's pretty much. So how does so how does that so let's say you 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 live off in an off campus or on campus apartment? Yeah, off campus apartment. So you live in yeah. an off campus apartment. So they give you a check every month to make sure you pay the bills. That's part of room and board. Yes, yeah, it's, it's called like the cost of living. I think the NCAA calls it like the cost. So of living. they have a cost of living. Yeah, and they look by like where your area is at. But I mean, if you look at somebody, let's say like not a big school, but you look go to like Loyola Marymount. That's in L.A. Right, like you, you Malibu, Texas. right? Uh, no, yeah, it's Westchester. Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Okay, Pepperdine is Malibu. So right? yeah, Pepperdine. You're in Malibu. The cost of living is going to be so much higher, and they're going to be willing to give you they're not going to give you four thousand dollars a month so you could live comfortably you could live all right and then like at the same time they'll sell your jersey for fifty thousand if you if you're like that and you can't get it like you won't wow. touch any of that so you could be struggling just because of where you're at wow so mm. so you feel like you all deserve a little bit more personally i feel like it'd be an easy fix if they're gonna sell your likeness 
give you something back. That you get some reparation for them selling your likeness. If there's nothing they can make off you, then I mean, I can understand why they won't pay you. But if they can make thousands of dollars off you as your person, why can't you get it back? Especially when the NCA preaches like you're your own brand. Brand, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So if that's the case, since you be able to make money off your own brand. Yeah. Yeah. So, but let me. But they own the rights to you. Sounds exa- like. Yeah, they do. Wow. Yeah. Now that that's yeah. a wow. So let me get this. So let me play devil's advocate. Because I, I mean, I'm 100 percent with you. Let's just say bottom of the barrel. Who finished last in y'all league this year? Uh, San Jose State. Okay, San LJC. Jose. <laughs> okay, San Jose State finished last. Yeah. Shout out to JC. You know, you know Simone and. Uh, Sean Hampton. Yeah. Yeah, them them pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they finished last. They ain't generating nothing if you finish last. Exactly. So should they get what you get? That's that's what I'm saying. Like at the same time, <laughs> I am like I said, I'm, I have a realistic realistic perspective of things. Like I feel like Kentucky, they get some they make so much more money than we would ever make. So they should get they should get that portion generated to them. I feel like it shouldn't be a whole scale thing. I feel like it should be okay. into what you bring in. That's what I feel like. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think like, oh, we finished last place. I should get the same thing as Kansas. Like, no. I feel like we should get whatever we brought in. We should get a portion of that. Right. Yeah. Because you do bring stuff in. Exactly. Because if, if, if people come to the games, so let's say Nevada's in, ta- Nevada's in town to play San Jose right. State. They number one in the league. They got the twins. They got J- Jordan, Caroline in the mil- in the building. That game might sell a little bit, yeah. even if they're not there to see San Jose State. They're exactly. there to see y'all. Right. That they're gonna make money off that game. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that's the biggest thing is just they could do that, and I feel like that would be an easy fix in a sense. Yeah. Mm. But we're a long way from that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're oh, getting yeah. too much money, brother. Yeah. I mean, well, what would make them make? What would make them do it? Because, man, power, people don't give up power. It yeah. has to be taken. Yeah. Why would they even remotely consider paying them when they don't have to? That's just like, who was that? That that It might have been Jalen Rose. Somebody in the media was like, what it's going to take is the players are going to have to come together and boycott the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. That ain't never happened. That's, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm yeah, all right. Yeah, I, mean, I, I made it through this far. I'll be all right. One more year. I'm not yeah. playing that. And everybody, look, so, every, everybody's gonna be motivated, motivated by their own self interest. Exactly. Right. There's no collective bargaining, and you'll find yourself pretty much by yourself because you say, "Hey, y'all, come on!" Like, okay, then you get like, you know, you by yourself. Right. Yeah. And with that being said, even if I was like, you know, what? I'm not paying no more unless you play me. It's if I could go pick like five people in this neighborhood alone, they'd be like, I'll go play. Like, I'll go play. I'll play. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, there's always going to be a plethora of people that will be there to take a spot, especially at the level just to get, because so many people just dream about playing there. So, so speaking of the NCAA tournament, right. so you've been there two years in a row. Yep. Um, you know, they, they roll this thing out. It's on all these channels. Mm-hmm. It's the office pools are, you know, in full effect. Right. Um, I know Vegas is crazy with the betting. <laughs> yeah. Being a player, mm-hmm. just going through the whole experience, it is it is it really? How is it? What? Basically, the product that we see as a, right. as a viewer and and 
what you get to experience. Right. What am what am I what am I trying to like does it live up to the hype? Yeah, does it does it look thank you? Without thank doubt. You. Yeah. Like I can't lie. It's really what you dream of, like as a kid <laughs> going there. It's it's a crazy experience. Especially when we went my first, like last year. This year was I was the first round I wasn't like shell shocked. The first round last year, I was like, man, like I don't actually hear like, I'm, I'm in the tournament. Like and I don't even get like that. But I'm like, I was just so caught up in the moment. I was I was like just it's like kind of like flustered in a sense at, at the beginning of the game. I, I got out of it, but I was like, man, like I was just still just in this headspace. Like I'm really in the tournament right now. Wow. And then you win a couple of games, you just feel like anything can happen, and it's just it's definitely an experience I wouldn't I would never trade for anything. I like I just want to constantly relive relive it because it's just so much adrenaline, so much hype, so much anything can happen. You, everything feels so unpredictable. So it's just it really does live up to the hype. All right. Yeah. So okay. I'm glad you you because um when 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 it's over though you know and only mm-hmm. one team is holding the trophy right. and you know you get back to campus or you get back to ordinary life mm-hmm. um how does it take long to get over it I mean cuz I mean, cause y'all. I mean, you fell behind. Mm. You was pretty much fighting back, and but you got, you were right there, and then the, the guy hit the dagger three to right. put him up four. So it, it kind of, you know, um, it just kind of ended kind of dramatically. Yeah. So how how is that? You know, getting you know so close yet so far away. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I mean, this year stung. This year really stung. You I over like, it? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> okay, not. okay, I'll just ask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this year I I made a promise if if I go back for my senior year, without doubt, we have to make we have to make a push, and it has to be uh, like a special moment. We got to make make another run in the tournament. I can't I can't go out like that. After you know what I'm saying, we have to make another run in the tournament. Hopefully, get farther than the Sweet Sixteen, but at least get back to that point and. Just really be ready to play anybody, because like I said, in, in any given night in the tournament, you can get beat. Hmm. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. So, do you feel like you left something on the court, or something that you could have done, maybe, to change the outcome? Um. Yeah, I feel like when I got my second foul early in the first half, because I was playing pretty well, I feel like. I kind of put our team in a bad position, especially because you seen us play. We only go like five, six yeah, deep, so yeah, so play. yeah, it hurt a lot when, especially and Caleb got foul trouble too. So it hurt a lot when we both got in foul trouble, and then they, I think they went on like a twelve over run mm. and gave them a lot of momentum going to the half. Wow! But they're a talented team. I can't take anything, anything away from them. So yeah, they, they, they were, they yeah. were. They were. So they you didn't leave nothing on the field. You gave it all. Yeah. So no regrets. Uh, I wouldn't say no regrets, but just you know, I wish I could do it again. But I it's not really like I regret it in a sense, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's a great experience. But I've just taken things from it to to know like if I come back, I like mm-hmm. to make sure I get that same opportunity again. Okay, yeah. that's good. Well, <laughs> I got a few more questions. <laughs> so towards the end of the season. When you start playing well, get right. a name. Um, a couple rumors, you know, a couple rumors. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, brother. Mm. Can you talk about this? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when he said he went to Southern Illinois, mm-hmm. so but here's another thing about the NCAA. When he left Southern Illinois, he had to sit out a year. Why? Because when you transfer, they make you sit out a year. Do you lose any eligibility? You, 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 it's almost like a red shirt. So you can practice, but you can't play. Uh, good. So, Is that good or bad? In, in my case, it was good. I thought it was a great way for me to learn the game, especially from a mental aspect, because I would, I would watch every game, and you're on, you're a hands-on approach. And you kind of feel like a coach in a sense, where you're just trying to di- dissect anything any way you can see, like, oh, you have an advantage here, and talk to your teammate, and be like, look for this next time you're on the court. So in my aspect, it was, it was a great learning experience for me, uh, like from a mental aspect and just being able to like, try to hone my games more and just mm-hmm. refine some things. So you sat out. Yeah. And so you've played two. So you went to Southern your freshman year, you sat out, then you played two. So that's four years. Yeah. So as a result of the four years, you have five years to do four. So now, a few years ago, once you pretty much got so much coursework done towards graduation, mm-hmm. you can transfer and do your fifth year without having to sit out. Mm. So Jordan is in a situation where he could have or he can mm-hmm. maybe transfer and do a fifth year, you know, maybe a graduate year, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to call them rumors. It was just some some chatter. Mm-hmm. And maybe you want to come home mm-hmm. and play for U of I. So Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream Podcast. <laughs> so I was just telling Illinois fans, he'd be he'd be silly to do that, to come here. Why? Because he's played in the tournament two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Illinois finished second to last in their conference. They really don't have much coming, and so he only has a year. So if where would he go if he went somewhere else? I would go for Michigan. Pac-10, Pac-12, Big 12. Pick a team. Where? Arizona. <laughs> Oregon, hmm. USC. Why? Is, is that the like, they, the they play a level? great they play a great brand of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, High visibility. Yes, I, I mean it's West Coast. I mean, so the East Coast you gotta stay up late, but uh, you know, with the internet, should he even do any of that. We we talking like he ain't even here. <laughs> but no, so so make a long story short, it's a lot of rumors. It uh, it became a rumor. It became hopeful that maybe you would look into coming back home. And your response to that is no. To the no no no. <laughs> like out of high school, without doubt, I would have been at Illinois. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have I would have loved to play my hometown, but mm-hmm. I. I 
I don't. I really don't know how the rumors got started. I mean, then I would see like the craziest things on Twitter. Like people would be like, "Oh, here's a here's the chief tattoo." Like I'm from Champagne. Like it's not. So you do crazy. got a chief tattoo. Yeah. that is true. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's upside down. Yeah, he do. He <laughs> does have a chief Alana wig tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the chief is no more. So I mean, you know, exactly. What I'm saying like he the chief. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nevada's the wolf pack, so that's a wolf. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, listen, I had the, I mean, I mean, like, I'm not going to come there just because I got the tattoo, but I'm from Champagne. And then everybody's like, oh, if he comes home, like, he's, he definitely has to come here. Like, I, my mom lives here. Like, yeah. my family's here. Like, just because I'm home doesn't mean I'm coming home. And oh, yeah. I really don't know the, the, how it got started. I mean, Under was a great coach, though. So, I mean, if he was, if he would have recruited me, especially out of high school, no question, I would have been there. But, so, um, if, if he did, see, and, and that's another thing that, uh, so once you, it really did benefit you having Mount Verde across the chest. Mm-hmm. It really did, right? You yeah. got a Mount Verde shirt on. Yeah. Matter of fact, we got to get a uh, group picture yep, yep, yep. for uh, podcast art. Right. So right. make sure you keep that shirt on. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the podcast will be called Mount Verde Zone. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, Mount Verde Zone. I'm gonna really piss some champagne, folks. So like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we gonna we gonna kill that rumor now. Mm-hmm. If you withdraw, so a lot of people thought Coach Musselman would uh, get another job. Mm-hmm. So that didn't happen, did it? No. Okay, so he'll be there. Yep. So so we're not gonna get no breaking news. Okay? No, yeah, you know, no breaking news as far as you gonna stay in or withdraw. No, not tonight. No. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> so you waiting on a phone call? Uh, no, nah, not really. I'm just okay. Just stepping yeah. out on f- you gonna you gonna step out on faith. I mean, I'm just you no, know, just really just evaluate I, what I've gotten and then just go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. why just make the best decision from there. That's so 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 yeah. So we was talking earlier, mm-hmm. and so because you're so close. You just explain as far as you said you had this you you planned the coursework in a way where if you came back go ahead go ahead. I planned the coursework. So instead of being a graduate year in the sense what they call it, if 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 you graduate, I would still be a true senior because I planned my workout. So if I go back I still have my class load so that I get my degree in this in the spring and I take the degree applicable classes at the same time to match up. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. You designed that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So if you don't go back it keeps a lot of options. Then I could just just finish that in the summer. Yeah. So you could just finish so it's just really two classes. Yeah, I could just finish those two in the summer and then be good to go. That's why that's 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 nice. That's good. Keeping a lot of options open. That's good. That's good. Is he going to the league? You know, I don't know. I think he has even a, after all this, he has a great chance. See, the league is about fit. Okay, it's about fit. Oh, okay, okay. No, you got to find the perfect fit. Yeah. Wow. And it takes time. Really? It can take time. You can bounce around. It's political. It's you know a team might have. You look at Cleveland. He's going to work out for Cleveland. Cleveland got the highest payroll in the NBA. 
So when you got guaranteed contracts, you got to pay these people, whether mm. you better than them or not. Mm. You're a businessman. If I got if if I'm contractually obligated to pay J.R. Smith fifteen million dollars next year, and he can't hit a shot, but it don't matter. He's guaranteed fifteen million dollars next year. Wow, Jordan, I'm sorry. I gotta keep Jr. because I can't send him home and still pay him fifteen oh. fifteen million dollars. So then you gotta play both of them. You gotta pay Jr. and him. I mean, if he's not, if he if he if he's on the contract, you got to pay him whether he's there or not. Then you pick up somebody else. Yes, you still yes, pay. yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yes. So there are no contingencies. Like, okay, he's not playing, so he'll get a portion of it. No, hmm. this ain't now. Football might be, but not in basketball. They got guaranteed contracts. That's amazing. So that's, that's what, good, then, right? So you yeah. can talk. So he might fit with the Lakers or Cleveland or, but Cleveland got. A hundred some million dollars tied up in guaranteed salary. So there's a limit or cap. Yeah, it's a cap. And if you go over that cap, you got to pay luxury tax. Wow. So going to the NBA, NBA, you're starting off with what's starting salary? The minimum salary. I think the minimum salary is like 600,000, I think. It goes up. No. Average That's salary. The minimum, the minimum is a is for a second round picks eight fifty. But if okay, eight fifty. Yeah, but if you're undrafted free agent, you could possibly make more than a second round pick. Eight hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And the average salary is like five point eight million a year. The average NBA salary is five point eight million a year. That's incredible. It's incredible. That's why everybody. I got you. Wow. That's where it, it's it's so it's ball the in the book. So you got a ball in one hand, book in another hand. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Dr. Hampton, Simone Hampton, that's how doctor, she was talking about, hey, ball in one hand, he book in the other one. Hmm. How studious are you? Um, I'm, It's funny because, like, in my schoolwork, it's, it's pretty fun. So I, I, I like learning the new stuff. I like, I try to. I try to study a lot, but I mean, I'm I'm a big procrastinator. So the thing is, like, I'll read whatever you're supposed to read, but then just not write my paper to like last basically minute. the yeah, last minute. <laughs> Turning the eight paper the last exactly. forty five minutes last night, you right. know, working on it. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's super good. Man, oh, we're pretty much done. I, yeah, I mean, and you know, we got to start cut, putting the, uh, cutting the podcast down. Yeah, they too long. They too long. Yeah. We good. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. I mean, next week. We ain't lost nothing. It's been good, though. You taught me a lot. So, that's it? That's it. That's all point blank, period. Man, that was good. I'm going to be watching. Jordan Caroline. Yep. Wow. Now, is champagne or what? Come on, man. He left. Doesn't matter. Roots. Roots, baby. Okay. Got a seed, root, shoot, fruit. Bear witness. Can something good kind of come out of the pain? Champagne. Yep. Harley home, but always repping. Two one seven. A line I wick. <laughs> Chief a line I wick. Tattoo. Yes, sir. All right. Well, again, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. We everywhere. Come on. And brother, we thank you very much for coming. Man, thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> We wasn't too hard on you, was we? No. Okay. He can handle it, man. Ain't nothing compared to what, you know, other folks who may not care about him as much may be throwing at him. So, you know. 
right. Well, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, uh, no cream. How can they find you? Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at fadeaway underscore j24. And Snapchat. I'm pretty funny on Snapchat. Everybody want to add me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Air Jordans 12 with an S then. Mm. All right. Wait, what were you saying? Last part again? Air Jordan 12 with an S then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. I enjoyed that. That was good, man. Good man, to be brother. Man. Good to be back. Good to be back, man. Slow news week. Yeah. Good but, news. It's good. I mean, it's it's but, Hey, yeah. This this happened at the right time. Yes, it is. You you saved our episode, brother. <laughs> that's right. It's exclusive. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. So yeah, we out. And until next time. Peace be unto you, and in the Hebrew Arabic language. Arabic original about uh, Assalamu alaikum. You're an anthropology major, so you know what that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He said it's a French way to say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say "May peace be unto you" in French? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet. Spanish. I don't know. It's in Spanish either because that's, that's like a, I don't know. not everyday conversational yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 no. I'm gonna put that one together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we out. Peace. Peace. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> oh, you want that one too? I like that. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. That's Ooh, that's Black my voice. No you don't want to hear my voice. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. All right, Black